Good morning. The Transport Department says both South African Airways and Air Zimbabwe have now submitted the foreign operators' permits required by international aviation regulations. All flights between Johannesburg and Harare were grounded yesterday due to non-compliance in this regard, according to aviation authorities in both countries. Transport Minister Joe Maswangani held an emergency meeting with aviation entities last night to try to resolve the issue. In a statement issued after the meeting, the department says it's anticipated that the whole matter will be resolved within a day. Meanwhile, Zimbabwe's Transport Minister Joram Gambo has denied there was any political reason for the grounding of flights between the two countries. He was questioned by various media on the point. Several observers, including South Africa's DA, have linked the grounding to the impasse over Zimbabwe's First Lady, Grace Mugabe. She is seeking diplomatic immunity for assault charges in South Africa. Grace Mugabe has not has not yet been seen at the Sardegheads of State Summit in Pretoria, where her husband, President Robert Mugabe, has been meeting with other regional leaders. The summit ends today. ANC Secretary-General Gwede Mantashe says the case of assault against former Deputy Minister of Higher Education, Mdudduzi Manana, shows people with different sexual orientations are still discriminated against in communities. Mantashe was speaking on the sidelines after delivering an O.R. Tamba Memorial Lecture in the Sada Bartman region at Himansdorp in the Eastern Cape. He also welcomed Manana's resignation, which was announced yesterday. Manana is accused of assaulting two women in a nightclub in Johannesburg after one allegedly called him gay. Mantashe explains. There is one aspect that is actually underplayed in the introduced Manana case. is the question of ridicule on the basis of sexual orientation. That aspect must be debated because if we don't, we're going to continue seeing this question of isolating people with different sexual orientation in communities unwittingly. And my argument is that all those aspects must be brought to the fore. Beating up women is never acceptable. You don't beat up women. Women are not for beating. The City of Cape Town's Health Department says it plans to increase its educational drives around cervical cancer to help motivate women to go to get the procedure done at public health facilities across the metro. The department says in the last financial year, nearly 58,000 women above the age of 30 had the cervical pap smear done at public health care centres in the city. Merrill Committee Member for Safety and Security, J.P. Smith, says the number of women who did the procedure is a cause for concern since and cervical cancer is the second most common cancer detected in South African women. Smith says pap smears are crucial to detect early signs of cervical cancer. Some of the risk factors that could potentially increase a woman's chances of developing cervical cancer include human papillomavirus, the most commonly known sexually transmitted infection, weakened immune system, obesity and smoking. If there is a family history of the disease, this too is a risk factor, so I encourage women to familiarize themselves with the health issues in the family so that they can better protect themselves. All Blacks legend Colin Meads, who was named as New Zealand's best rugby player of the 20th century, has died after a battle with pancreatic cancer. He was 81. New Zealand Prime Minister Bill English says it's a sad day for rugby and the country. Meads, nicknamed Pine Tree, was renowned for his toughness in an international playing career that spanned 14 years. He played 133 games for the All Blacks, including 55 tests between 1957 and 1970. 
71, rated as one of the greatest lock forwards, he opposed Springbok legend Frick Dupree in three series. For Good Hope FM News, I'm Sandra Rosenberg.